Welcome to the Bosses Fuck Podcast, a no bullshit, no sugarcoating guide and discussion for female entrepreneurs and those who want to learn how to be boss in life and in business. I'm your host, Katie Seller, and I'm currently building my empire, which includes helping other women to be successful, break barriers, and live life on their own terms. So that's what we're here to do today. You ready, babe? Let's fucking do this. Hello. Um, hi again. <laughs> uh, we didn't have last week, obviously. Um, if you follow on social, you saw last week was just a fucking week and I could not bring myself to podcast because probably would have been a rant or some fun shit like that. So, yeah, no. Skipped last week, so sorry about that. Sometimes a girl just needs a fucking break. Um, uh, and I wanted to also, like, thank you guys so fucking much for listening. Uh, we are now almost, I say we, and that means, you know, again, it's me doing the podcast, but I think me and you guys, we're a we. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> we're now at almost um, 17,000 unique downloads, which is just fucking bananas because what 17,000 like that's nuts um (laughs) I cannot thank you enough for listening to me ramble and rant and listening to my ideas and my personal take on subjects and how I've done things and my ridiculous laugh in your ear you're welcome (laughs) sorry not sorry but if you haven't yet, I'm going to pander a little bit and ask that you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be fucking phenomenal uh, because that's how people find us. Um, the higher we can get ranked, more people can find us. Um, and I would love for any and all babes in business or struggling in business to find me here in my little corner of podcast world. Um, <laughs> that was my podcasting voice. I would also love it if you would be so fucking kind to share it on your social media, whether it's sharing the direct link to the podcast, which obviously is easiest on Facebook, um, sharing screenshots of my shit, tagging the Instagram bosses fuck podcast and telling people where to find me would be really fucking cool. Um, just to find more people. And you know, that would mean that would mean so much to me. So Now that I've pandered a little bit, let's get into today's episode. Um, In a lot of Facebook groups I'm in, I see a lot of women talking about being scared. What they're scared about varies from person to person, all having to do with business, obviously, but the like varying degrees of things and advice. As I've said, entrepreneurship is a fucking roller coaster, so like, We all have little things, you know, to be scared of here and there at different levels of our business. Um, But the overwhelming message is that they were scared of something or about something. So being in business for yourself, the last thing you should be is fucking scared. Uh, That's not saying that we don't all have fear of choices or outcomes or things around us that are happening But you can't be afraid of what's going on or what's going to happen or what may happen because being afraid of something in the future is just stupid. (laughs) It hasn't happened yet. We all have no fucking clue what's going to happen. So don't be scared of something that is like, if it's not here, 
Don't worry about it. Um, but fear of a decision or things like that, like that should drive you instead of making you curl up in the fetal position. <laughs> and, you know, some of these girls were at that point of like, like just debilitated by the fear and they weren't sure what to do. Or sometimes they think of like giving up because they're just fearful and don't know how to like make that next step or be okay with the possible outcomes. For me, fear tends to manifest itself in a version of stress. Uh, I don't get like scared. It's weird. I, I, Obviously, I think of what could happen from things, but for me, it just feels like a weight on my shoulders. But the difference is, like, I still fucking do whatever it is. Um, If it's one thing about me, it's that I charge head fucking first into whatever it is and just do it. Because I know that regardless, I'm going to crush it. If it doesn't end up great, then oh well. Um, But I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to try because, as I've said 3,000 times on this podcast, I refuse to be on my deathbed with any regrets um, for any choices that I've made and certainly not because, you know, not doing something because of other people's opinions. So I don't have regrets in business. So I just do it. I go forward and I do whatever it is, whatever, you know, thing it is that I'm trying to do that I might be scared of, but doesn't stop me. You know, it could be, it'll happen everywhere. I mean, the fear will come at all turns, but you have to like, again, not be scared of it and like, stop. You just have to do it. And it could be like choosing to embark on a new direction in your business or launching a new product line or a new service or a course or a whole plethora of things. All of like things you know, that the fear kind of cir- like circulates around things that are, can feel like a make or break move in your business. They're not always, but the weight of these things f- always feel much heavier than they are. Always. Um, I mean, any little thing, whether it's coming out with a new product line or a new product, you know, it's just something like there's always that weight. Um, of course, they can, they can be sometimes as heavy as they feel, um, if you've spent all your money to launch this line, um, and if it falls, you know, flat on its face, you're sort of back at square one sort of thing, um, anything like that. But also I feel like that's where planning comes in. I feel like that's where doing all of the work to find like your ideal client and knowing your business comes in handy because that's going to set you up for an easier transition if something doesn't go so well Um, and not necessarily jumping off cliffs without, you know, a parachute. So having something in place that can be sort of a fallback if need be, if things go bad, but not stopping you from doing it because still, like I said, I'd run 100 miles an hour at a wall if I had to just to try to break through it. Um, it's, it's for me personally, it's very, very rare that I make it a decision in my business that is make or break. Um, it's also very rare that I make a decision for a product line or a launch that isn't already something I know my customer wants. That again comes in and goes back to the finding my ideal client, knowing what my business is, knowing what they want, and then working from there. Um, 
on that note, I highly recommend having a Facebook group. Um, and while Facebook like, isn't my favorite, it's just the easiest place to do it. And I feel like having a place where you can connect with your customers, you know, share stuff about your business, allow them to feel more connected to you and to your brand. I All the time, the girls in my group, like, first of all, they're fucking rad. It is my favorite place on the internet. <laughs> Shout out to the VIB group. Uh, but, you know, a bunch of times they tell me like how cool it is that they actually get to connect with me because it's very rare these days that a brand, you might be able to connect with the owner if they do an event or something like that. But these women have access to me on the daily. Like literally I am in there all the time. We talk about random shit. We talk about business shit and it's a place that I can connect with them. And you need something like that where you can do that and allow them to feel connected. And in turn, you get this like warm client or warm climate, excuse me, for market research and product research and all of these things. Like it is the place that I do my market research. Um, we have, we had more, but I got rid of a whole shit ton of inactive people, um, just to make it, you know, more intimate, make sure that the girls that were in there were actually, you know, wanting to be in there. So now it's at like, I think 2,800 or something like that. But still, that's 2,800 people, and a lot of them are very, very active, and they're very warm. Um, they buy a ton. Um, they always get pissed at me when I post new stuff because they're like, damn it, there goes my money. <laughs> but it is a group where I can ask them what they want. It is like, it's, I can't even, I mean, it is, it's gold. It is, again, like I said, my favorite place on the internet, but it is also business gold. Like it has allowed me to have access to my customer and know exactly what they want. Um, which helps alleviate a lot of that fear because my group has allowed me to run ideas by them, whether it's product phrases, etc. I can ask for suggestions as far as phrases go. We have a suggestions thread where they add to all the time. Um, I even added it to the site. There's a page there so you can add suggestions for phrases and people will send them in randomly. Um, I get to ask them what they're looking for specifically as far as items go. That is literally where I ask them like, what do you guys want my phrases on next? Like, cause I'm not just going to come up with some random thing and all of a sudden, like, I don't know, bring my phrases out on it. Like, I don't know. I don't have a good example. Something stupid. <laughs> Can't figure it out right now, which is probably a good thing. Um, but I ask him like, what do you want? What do you want my shit on? And they give me tons of examples. Um, and sometimes not even when I ask, they'll post and be like, Hey, can we get these? Can we get that? That would be really cool. I'd love your shit on that. Like, it's amazing. And I, I, I have yet to bring out an item that wasn't asked for and truthfully begged for by my customers because they will beg me. I will get multiple messages. It's like, please, will you bring these out? <laughs> so I have to figure it out and work on those. And so I have yet to bring out an item that wasn't something that was suggested. And that's because I'm not going to, I have that warm space to like ask for their opinion and I'm not going to spend my time on coming up with something else and then it falls flat. So I think having that space where you can connect with them and that environment where you can bounce ideas off of your customers and legitimately get into the nitty gritty of what they want, like that helps alleviate a shit ton of fear. Like I... I would be lost without it. I mean, not fully, because 
obviously I've come up with most of the things my own on, on my own. They just like love them. But there are newer stuff that like was their idea. So it's helped grow my brand, but also in turn give them what they want. So it's a win fucking win for both of us. So I cannot suggest that enough to get a a group started, something where you can connect with your customers and legitimately like legitimately connect, connect. I mean, don't like, don't open a group and then just never be in there. I mean, you have to post. I post random shit. I post business shit. I post memes. We do gift posts, anything to like actually interact with them and connect. And they know, I tell them all the time, like it is legit my favorite place on the internet. I'm in that Facebook group more than like, anything else. (laughs) And it's because they're just so like rad. And it's because I found my people and you have to do that for your brand. No matter what your brand is, your people are there and I'm sure they want to connect with you. And in turn, it will help you run your business so much smoother. Uh, I still take chances frequently though. Like obviously I'm not immune to, I don't sit back and just, you know, hope shit works. I, like I said, run 100 miles an hour at a wall just to break through. I took a huge chance when I rebranded my business in 2016. I changed the entire direction of the company. I changed my entire product line. I do not carry one single thing that I had before I rebranded. I got rid of everything. Everything. Started over brand new. Do you think I wasn't like scared? Eh. Do you think I had fear? Absolutely. But I still charged through it, and I'm glad that I did. Um, you know, I, I threw my love of profanity on products and hoped for the fucking best. I wasn't going to not do it. I, I 100% knew I, was, I would lose customers, and I did. I, I lost a lot of them. There are people that I can pick out, you know, by name that I know were very loyal to Metal Marvels when it was what it was and they don't shop with me anymore. And that's okay. You know, I, I know that what I was selling, there are a dime a dozen stores and boutiques out there that are selling that same sort of shit. And so they have other places to shop. But what I in turn did was create a place for people to shop that didn't exist. That to me means so much more. Because I don't want to be one in a, like, in, you know, there's one in five fucking boutiques on the same shit. I want to be somebody who is doing something that is different, who is being bold in my shit. And given, yeah, now there's a bunch of people popping up that are trying to, like, knock shit off. And it's so irritating. But that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> but after testing, like, one product, I tested one bangle, or no, sorry, one necklace, the old fuck, fuckity fuck one. And... I knew that after testing that, that my people were out there, like the people that I was looking for to connect the people that were like me who couldn't also find this shit in the marketplace. I knew they were out there and I was going to find all of them. Was I scared? Fuck yeah. Because this could, (laughs) that could have derailed every single thing that I had built up to that moment. Given it wasn't huge at the time, but still like I didn't want to lose the momentum But little did I know that I was about to, like, skyrocket with that launch to, you know, this business to places that I'd only dreamed of off in the far future. Like, had I not taken that chance, I would not 
be where I am today. 100%. I am so, so certain about that. So certain. Maybe six years from now, I would be in this current space, but it wouldn't be right now in 2018. It wouldn't have actually taken off in 2016 and, and happened in 2017 for me. Wouldn't have happened if I didn't take this chance. I would be just another boutique among all these other boutiques. And there's still more popping up daily. People selling the same shit. I would have been there. I don't think, no, I don't think. I know I would not have had this growth flat out if I didn't take a chance. Despite the fear, despite being scared and a little bit of doubt, but I did it. (laughs) Hell, I took a chance and bought a business. I was scared about it, yeah, because the last one was a failure. Well, no, the last one was a learning moment, but I didn't want to repeat that. I didn't want to do that again. And, you know, I had told my dad my, like, fear about it, and he was like, yeah, but this time it all falls on you. Like, it's up to you to make it succeed or not. Like, you're not dealing with somebody else who has other opinions and ideas about the business and whatever and things like that. You're not dealing with somebody else. This is you. This is all fucking you. So if it fails, it's on you. You learn, you move on, but like, at least it's your choice. That helped. Um, and I, I wanted to expand my portfolio. I wanted to bring more badass shit to my badass customers. And of course, create more shit with profanity in a world that thinks words are so bad. I also created a religion. I haven't touched on that yet. Um, Yeah, because of dealing with printers and advertisers and people that are so against profanity, I decided the way to do it was to go about religious protection. So I started the Church of Profanity. I am not fucking joking. It is a thing. Find me on Instagram, profanitychurch, uh, profanitychurch.org, or churchofprofanity.org on Facebook, too. I filed papers with the state and everything, so I'm waiting to find out. Hopefully they approve the church. It's really a thing. I'm not even fucking joking. But anyways, that's a side note. But so while I think in business that you have to be patient as far as long-term things, I think you have to have patience because, of course, not everything is going to happen at the drop of a hat. I also think that you have to be willing to take chances to fight for what you want and go after it. Like dive off the cliff and hope you have a fucking parachute. (laughs) I think you can be patient and at the same time, fiercely moving forward towards what you want. I think the results require patience. I think a lot of the action to get it done and to get those results requires hustle and fierce determination and a drive to like get shit done. If you don't do that, like thing you're wanting to do simply because the fear is stopping you, you have to break that cycle because you're going to be that person on the deathbed with a fuck ton of regret. If you held back just because you were scared or somebody made you think otherwise you literally have to do it. Like I 1000% believe that great and fucking fantastic things come from like just beyond your comfort zone. Like you, if you allow fear to be crippling, you are more than likely 
not going to ever make it to the space that you want to be in. You cannot be afraid. I mean, it could go amazing. It could fucking nosedive. But I would rather do it and nosedive than not do it at all. Because that just seems fucking boring. I'd rather have excitement of trying it and, you know, making my shit happen. You know, you can have fear and still push forward and still hustle hustle your ass off. Hustle. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> and you can still put things in motion and launch new products and do all of these things. You can have fear and simultaneously be taking your business to the next level. I have fear with launches and things and like... Black Friday is coming up. I have some fear and I'm stressed the fuck out about it because I want it to crush last year's numbers. Doesn't mean I'm going to sit here and be fucking afraid of it and then not do anything. No, I'm working every single day up until Black Friday to make sure that this is the biggest fucking event. Period. Like crushing last year. That is my shit. I personally prefer to let fear drive me. You know, I, like I said, it's, it's the fear regret thing because I more so fear regret than I fear what I'm doing. That was deep. (laughs) I'm cracking myself up over here. Had a very interesting day. Um, (laughs) but really though, like I fear regret so much more than I fear failing. Really? I do. That's got to be a new bangle or something. I got to write that down. Um, <laughs> because I would be I would be so much more pissed at myself if I chose to do nothing. And if I chose to let that fear like take over and not allow for the immense growth that will likely come your way when you take a fucking chance. So I got to go write that down before I forget. I implore you to just fucking go out and grab life by the balls and take chances and let that fear literally be the fire inside you that drives you because you should fear the regret more and just fucking do it. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes so more babes can find our podcast. And do not forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Do you want more Bosses Fuck? You can follow us on Instagram at Bosses Fuck Podcast. Or for even more, head to bossesfuck.com. Don't forget to join me back here next week for a brand new episode. And remember, always be boss as fuck.